When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, folks. Our good friends across the football prizes that you may have uh, remembered from last week's show had a signed Barry Ferguson uh, framed Rangers shirt for you. I've uh, got another deal uh, which sounds just as brilliant. The Barry Ferguson shirt has now gone, but it has been replaced with a Stephen Davis signed and framed shirt. Uh, this is uh, a fantastic uh, tribute to a man who has just made his 300th appearance for Rangers. And you can buy this for the fantastic price of £4.95. How can it only be £4.95? I hear you ask. Well, that's of cost of a raffle ticket. There are 99 tickets available. Um, and if you go over to footballprizes.co.uk and then if you go into their competitions tab, you'll then see the Stephen Davis framed shirt. Now, the competition ends on the 27th of January at 7.30pm and the competition is limited to 99 tickets uh, at time of recording. There is 51 tickets already sold, so you have to make sure and be quick. And the draw will take place on the uh, 27th at 8.30pm. So cut off on the 27th at 7.30, the draw will be made at 8.30. So jump over to footballprizes.co.uk to have a look at all the great stuff that they've got on their site. Thanks very much. Hello everyone and welcome to Heart and Hand Extra. This is your little tidbit of your favourite Rangers podcast that we do just as we are approaching uh, upcoming weekend game. I'm Cami Bell, your host as always, and I'm privileged to be joined, and privilege has been a good word that I think that we can use across the course of the last week, to be joined by my bestest, bestest chum, Mr Colin McMillan. Colin, how are you this week? It's all coming up Rangers, I think, to use a, a, a very good Simpsons phrase. Yeah, hi Cammy. Yeah, I'm I'm brilliant, mate. Thank you. And it's it's been a wonderful week, hasn't it? Um, Rangers are kind of doing what we need them to do. Just a little slight slip at the weekend, but nothing like the slips and the calamities we're seeing elsewhere. And it's just everything's just hilarious, isn't it? Well, I was going to say 
Rangers are doing what we need them to do, but Celtic are doing even more what we need them to do. So, <laughs> yes, it's a little bit of double bubble. Now, folks, this is obviously going to look forward to the Ross County game, and uh, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of forewarning just now. We will have a little bit of a laugh at Celtic as we go along. I know that's not everyone's cup of tea because it's a Rangers podcast, and you're perfectly right. Um, however, it would be remiss of us not to... Um, point out some of the, the fantastic things that are happening over at Sharkhead at the moment. Colin, um, let's get into the proper business first of all. Um, Rangers are back in action on the, the very rare Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff against Ross County. Um, I want to talk a little bit around um, how we're assessing January you know, as a whole at the moment because I think we, we've forecast as we're coming through our festive fixtures, that January, you know, we all know the troubles that we've had in January. We had some tough games coming upon that as well. So just to recap for anyone who might have been living in, uh, living on the moon for the last uh, three weeks, we've obviously got a 1-0 win against Celtic. We've been able to go up to Pitodry and get a 2-1 win against Aberdeen. And we drew one all at Fur Park. Now, had you been able to give that to me before the beginning of the month, I probably would have bit your hand off for it, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um... I think you know you're always as good as your last game. For me, the the Motherwell game was a was a tough slog. We knew that we'd go to Fur Park, be able to try and see a, a Motherwell team. Um, Graham Alexander, their new manager, his first game at home. Uh, we did make it difficult for ourselves. We came away with a, a one-all draw thanks to a Cedric Eaton goal. Um, the thing I want to focus on, however, just now as well, these are great results. I think that we can question some of the performances at the moment. Um, what's been your thoughts in terms of if you look at those three games almost collectively how we've set out how we've been able to try and get through the games and stuff as well have we been maybe in a different gear than than what we've seen before do you think? I think maybe we certainly haven't been as free-flowing as we've been in games previously you can see that in the number of goals that we've scored Um, I think we've scored what five goals in our last seven games um, bear in mind we've got four wins and a draw in those five games we're still getting the job done Cammy, uh, for the main part but the goals have dried up a little bit um, I don't know if that's a coincidence with Tav his form has sort of dipped a little bit he's, he's still playing well, he's still doing a job but he's not quite getting in amongst the goals and the assists like he was throughout November and December so when Tav doesn't play the, 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 the rest of the team does have an impact because it's funny, still funny to say this even after all these years although he is our right back he is almost like our playmaker so when he does kind of calm down a little bit the rest of the team do need to kind of step forward and Barisic hasn't really done as much as he's been doing from an attacking point of view as well and when so much comes through the fullbacks, I think that's why you see so there's been not so many goals and not so many kind of resounding victories it's remarkably well though that we are still in this position like I say, we've won four, drew one. We're getting the job done. We're not throwing stuff away. But we have, for various reasons, taken the foot off the gas a little bit. And we're not blowing teams away and really playing the fantastic football that we've seen us play already this season. And I'm hopeful that's going to change because I prefer watching us scoring goals. And it's that's, that's what we should be seeing at this point. We're walking this league. We're top of this league. The points we've got are just amazing. I want to see the performances start to match it as well now. Yeah, and, and listen, and I think I want to kind of just give that a little bit of a preface around the fact that it's not designed to be kind of negative with it. I think that we can we can provide some kind of constructive insight and it can be realistic. I think, like you say, I, I don't care, and let me just obviously put this absolutely out in the in the world, I don't want to say that we have to play magnificently every game and drop points. The results are critical. That is absolutely what's important. Everybody knows that. Everyone kind of agrees with that. I think, though, for me, 
not having to play at 100%, and I've said before on, on, on some of our shows previously, it's not about having to approach every single game 110% tempo, because you're simply not going to do that, right? You'll get burnout, you'll get suspensions, you'll get injuries, etc., etc. We know that. Um, I just think it, it, it's a good opportunity against Ross County at home, and the fact that we haven't had... Uh, you know the, the the Sunday Thursday games as you know as regularly as we had across the festive period. We've had some some breaks in between games and stuff as well to to recover to to work on some things. Um, I think you know Ross County for me was probably one of the ones as I saw the January fixtures where without sounding too glib, I thought that's a game that we'll probably get a result in. And since then, obviously they've changed manager, um, and I will come back to John Hughes in just a bit. Um, but I think it's fair to say that you know we can come out and we can put out a bit of a statement against Ross County and I think really what the manager will just be looking for, because he'll be frustrated by current performances for sure I think what he'll be looking for is for us to be able to go out there um, score some of the goals that you're talking about absolutely keep a clean sheet, we know exactly how important that the manager and, and the defenders for sure uh, see the importance of clean sheets uh, but it's about being able to try and go out and play some good football which I think that we can do and certainly in a better pitch than we had the opportunity to at Fur Park last week yeah, definitely. I, th- I think it's, it's, we shouldn't for, uh, be remiss to the fact that of these five games where we've not been at our best, we've played Tibbs, we've played Celtic, we've been away to Aberdeen, and we've played away to Motherwell with a new manager. So it's kind of, it's not like we've been poor against the fodder or the bad teams in the league. It's not been the easiest run, and we've came through it far better, like you say, than we would have hoped. But I think it is now time to make a bit of a statement, get back to the kind of free-flowing football and score a good few goals. And Ross County at Ibrook should be that every single time. Um, Ross County have had their moment in the sun this season when they knocked a certain team out the out the cup. Um, we should be beating Ross County quite comfortably every time they come to Ibrooks and nothing should really change with this one. Um, a big thing for me is what you mentioned about the the gaps having the midweeks off. We've just never had that in the whole time under Gerard. really. There's never been a case where we've had three midweeks off in a row, which is what we're looking at at the moment. And I don't know if that's maybe a little bit to do with how slow we've started games because we're just so used to playing game after game after game. And the fact that we're getting a little bit more time on the training pitch and maybe a little bit more time to do some analysis with the players and work on some new things, maybe this is the weekend we start to see the actual impact of that because the management team and the coaches must love the fact they're getting more time to spend with the players, but they can't be expected to make stuff happen overnight. So maybe this this three weeks of extra time they've had to do that without the match preparation, without the cool down days and all that sort of stuff. This is when we start to see the benefit of that, hopefully. And, um, and again, like you say, the opportunity to sit in January and bemoan about the fact that we're talking about performances even though we're still winning games it's like you know all of a sudden you're uh, you're walking about with a big massive hawk of ham but with no bread to eat it with um I think as I say it's you're absolutely right in terms of the context of where we've looked at the uh, the opponents that we've had and we've had some great victories in there as well and and to be able to start a January I think we'd say across maybe 15 points I would have been happy with 10 well we're at seven already and you know, again, I come back to that. If you had offered me that beforehand, I would have bit your hand off for it. Now, one thing that is important about this is, as you just mentioned there about Ross County and their moment in the sun, they're starting to kind of come a little bit more out of the darkness now because uh, they have obviously um, uh, removed Ketwell's manager and brought in John Hughes. John Hughes, I think it's fair to say, is probably one of the Rangers fans' most favourite ex-Celtic players because he does get quite a lot of plaudits from us. He speaks pretty openly and has done, actually, in the uh, in the build-up to, to Saturday's game by talking about Rangers are playing great football. Um, for one of them, Colin, 
I, I, I've got quite a bit of time for John Hughes because I think he just calls it as he sees it. He doesn't have to hide behind a particular agenda. He doesn't feel like as if the, the, the done thing is to be able to try and slate Rangers at every turn, um, unlike you know some of his, his uh, ex-teammates. But what I also think he's very good at is I think he's a very good man-manager. I think that he will come in and uh, metaphorically get his uh, arms around some of these players and probably give them a lot of support. And we've already seen proof of some of that coming out to fruition by a 4-1 win at home to, to Aberdeen last weekend. So I think that we'll face a difficult Ross County team who will be looking to kind of scrap their one point um, you know, away from uh, the, the bottom of the table currently. Uh, they've got work to do. Uh, you get that bounce when you bring a new manager in. Um, they won't come to Ibrox, in my opinion, with anything to fear. And I think that what's really important with this is that we do treat them with respect in the back of that, but also with one eye on the fact that they haven't been playing well. These players are not turning into world beaters overnight. What's really important to us now is that, um, as I say, we treat that with the respect that it deserves because John Hughes will get them playing some decent football, I think, between now and the end of the season. Yeah, I, I think he will. I, I do. I've got a bit of time for John Hughes myself. He's the one thing I'll say about him is that he played for Celtic, but when you listen to him talk and when he does interviews, when he talks about football, you you wouldn't know that. Whereas with most of them, it kind of shines through them, if you know what I mean. Um, he, he just seems like a football guy rather than a Celtic guy. He spent one season there, I think, and he played 30-odd games. He's been around far more clubs than just Celtic, and that's not what he's all about. And it's kind of respectful also- for that. Also set up Gaz's magnificent goal against them with his header off the bar. Let's never forget that. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's always, <laughs> he'll always be remembered fondly for that one. So yeah, but he seems a good guy. He's always quite good when he appears on the old phone-ins and stuff back in the day and all that as well. So he is the, he's a classic old-school football manager, like you say. He will talk to the guys who'll get a, a, bit, a bit better tune out of them. And God, they need it because of where they are in the league. They had a fantastic result at the weekend against Aberdeen. Um, which nobody saw coming, and they'll be full of confidence. Um, it's full of confidence as a team can be coming to us this season at Ibrooks, but they'll be feeling far better under him than they have the last couple of weeks. So treat them with respect, but not too much, because we should still have far, far, far too much for them. And uh, we're recording this, folks, on uh, on Thursday. Uh, the Rangers press conference for the county game is uh, Friday morning. Um, we will have more updates on that on our Patreon site and a daily update tomorrow. Um so we don't know yet in terms of injury updates, Colin. Um, we have been told that Ryan Jack is back in with the squad. I think the the Motherwell game came a little bit too early for him. Uh, could be a good opportunity. And again, I absolutely say that on bated breath in the fact that he hasn't had a setback in training. Uh, but it would be great to be able to um, to see Ryan Jack back in the squad. Good opportunity for him to come back in now and uh, and get some uh, some playing time on him. Definitely. Um, even if he had been fit enough in time for other, well, I don't think that's the right game to throw him into um, against that team of just that team. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, at home against Ross County, a perfect time to get him on, hopefully get 30 minutes at least under his legs and see how he does because he had a really important part to play in the start of the season. He was great in midfield. Um, I don't want to say we haven't missed him. Because that's that, that's very unfair to him. But I think other players have stepped up. Kamara and Davis have been fantastic in that midfield. We've had um, Zungu come on and closing down games and stuff like that. So we're not short sure a players in that kind of middle of midfield that can do that job. But Ryan Jack's a player that you want fit and you want available for you because he, he won't let us down. And it'll be good to have that option available again because it only takes one injury in that area and you do start to look a little bit short. So delighted to get him back and that's who you want for the run-in available and challenging for a place because if Kamara and Davis feel him kind of breathing down their necks, it's only going to make them play even better as well. So delighted that he's back in contention. 
And again, folks, I mean, by the time that you get an opportunity to listen to this, this all could have changed. Uh, but our most recent updates were that Scott Arfield was um, out of his, his, I call it a moon boot, but you know, that, that kind of protective <laughs> plastic cast thing that you get. He came out of that last week. He was coming back into training. Uh, so we're hoping that, again, that um, uh, we'll get some good news on that uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, Kamar Roof, I believe, was also looking at, um, it was a pull in his quad as to why he had to go off at halftime against Celtic. Uh, and that was not expected to be too long. Um, a good opportunity for us to be able to try and get players back in, Colin. And one thing that I kind of want to touch on with that as well as we talk about uh, the playing staff is, um, there's lots of stories going around at the moment in terms of transfers. We are obviously about uh, a week and a half shy of the, the January window closing. Um, our transfer business has uh, been virtually non-existent, uh, which again is fantastic because we're sitting here in a January not saying we need to get rid of this guy, we need to replace him. We've got you know real gaps here. Pretty much, I think we're very comfortable where we are. Now, there's a number of stories uh, which are breaking across uh, various different media platforms almost on a daily basis about players that we're linked with. Um, the one key one, Colin, I think, has has obviously been Scott Wright. Um, Derek McInnes has talked about it and, and Stephen Gerrard has said that's what's happened, you know, that we are keen to be able to try and bring him, bring him into the club. Openly talking about players uh, so abnormal for Stephen Gerrard because, like you say, uh, a lot of it doesn't tend to happen until you see the photos coming out of the Rangers training centre of the player with the scarf above their head. Um, would you want to bring Scott right in now if we can facilitate a move that makes that work? There's been various discussions around the McCrory deal and do we do that in some cash or, or you know back and forth or whatever. Do you feel that he has to come in now or would you rather he waits until we get towards the tail end of the, the, the season and bring him in across the summer? Uh, given the fact that we won't have a lot of time off with summer with European qualifiers, of course we know that. Um, but is it better to bring him in now or would you rather would you be okay if we had to wait and then uh, see out the rest of the campaign without him it's, it's, I'll give you a bit of a strange answer actually because I'm going to contradict myself a little bit I don't think we need to bring him in now but I think we probably should right okay. and what I mean by that is that what we're going to achieve this season what we're going to do touch wood touch whatever you want I don't think him coming in is going to really have much to say in it um, at this point however I do think that he can add something to the squad and he's one of our eye ahead towards next season because we don't know what the ins and outs are going to be, especially among some of the squad players. So if we can bring him in now and get him sort of built into the culture of the club, get him used to how things work, get him used to the way training is, get him used to his new surroundings in Glasgow compared to Aberdeen, and not get all that done out of the way over the next couple of months when there's not as much pressure on him in a football point of view, then there will be the start of a new season. Then I think it makes sense. We've seen the benefit in the past with guys like Kamara and Davis again coming in in December, January, and getting that almost half season and then the, the difference we've seen in them the following season because they weren't new signings, they were just part of the squad and ready to go. So for those reasons, if we can get them in, then yes. Um, but from a football point of view for this season, I don't think it's going to have a massive impact. But from his point of view and what it will do to help him and give him the best possible chance of success at the club, then if it's a case for 100 grand or so, bring him in and see what we can do with it. Yeah, listen, I think I totally get your answer, I think, is, is absolutely bang on because um, for whatever reason, Aberdeen fans don't seem very happy with Derek McInnes at the moment. There seems to be dirty bed sheets flying about the place. <laughs> uh, we're getting him out the door, which, you know, fair enough, I get that. I don't really understand, you know, what Aberdeen fans are expecting, if I've been perfectly honest. And I know that results like 4-1 against Ross County won't be, you know, very well received whatsoever. Um, but 
for the boy himself and for McInnes to be able to facilitate the deal seems fairly straightforward for me. I think that there is benefits to being able to bring him in now and being able to try and, and almost phase him in if you want to be able to try and call it that and get him used to surroundings because, again, as you say, touch whatever you want and I touch whatever I like pretty frequently. Um, <laughs> the the thing that you have to remember is if we are close to being able to, to win the league, then for my money, I don't necessarily care that much about you know running the rest of the season unbeaten and you know blah 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 I would like us to be able to to mix and match what we can do with who plays in games so I think immediately about guys like Nathan Patterson being able to play a bit more and being able to try and bring through the youngsters some of the squad uh, players and those in the periphery I would like to be able to bring them in I think there's a benefit that theoretically if you're able to to and we get past the January transfer window with George Edmondson and Jordan Jones still here do we play them in order to get them maybe in the short window if we're looking at one eye of what they can do next? There's loads of benefits, I think, is really what I'm trying to say. And to bring Scott right into some of that uh, with the idea of allowing him to kind of get up to speed with it, that's fine. The other thing you've got to remember as well, Colin, is he's not going to face the same pressure that practically every signing that we've had in the last four or five years has had to have, which yep. is we're here to win leagues, we're, here, we're desperate for success, we need a shiny thing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He won't have that because it's within, you know, it's within grasp. So I think that what's really important is that we could use it as an opportunity. But you're right, you're totally right. We don't need to bring him in. We're not in a crisis situation to be able to to, to bring him in. So I think it will be interesting to see what happens um, over the next few days and whether or not that might that might change. Um, now, again, we, we can't really go without being able to try and talk about what, what's been happening with our friends at the other side of the city uh, last night. Uh, they came to a rather um, wet and windy and snowy Livingston uh, to be able to take them on for the, the, the second time in two games. Uh, a Livingston B team, Colin, um, because they've got uh, the League Cup semi-final this weekend. Uh, and I think Martindale has done very well with that Livingston team. Um, they're looking for 10 in a row, uh, <laughs> which they were able to achieve last night because they've now went 10 games unbeaten. Um, thanks to what can only really be described as a complete capitulation by Celtic. Um, went from 1-0 down to leading 2-1, um, and then uh, through some wonderful defending, conceded an equaliser. Scott Brown came on. I thought he had a wonderful game last night, Colin, when he came on, elbowed the guy in the face. And what I think was wonderfully ironic is, given the fact that Scott Brown has elbowed so many opponents in the face and got away with it so much he happens to be caught on a night where there was virtually zero visibility because of the snow <laughs> however get caught he did and uh, and that's exactly what happened uh, off he went um, and uh, that left Neil Lennon to conduct his uh, post-match interviews and what can only be appeared as some sort of, of video of him looking like he was sticking his tongue out to catch snowflakes um, and <laughs> I have no idea what the hell is going on across there. I, I don't know. I mean, I went from, you know, laughing at them. I'm almost feeling, and I didn't ever think I could feel this way, slightly sorry for the fact that I have no idea about what the hell that they are up to at the moment. He seems to be impossible to sack. He doesn't seem to be have any awareness of of how terrible his position is at the moment. And it, it's, just, it's just a fantastic pantomime which is happening. Um, they are... Apparent, no no club has ever been impacted more by COVID, snow, flying sharks, um, you know, uh, mental Celtic podcast uh, podcasts that don't understand when they're being wound up by 
your dad's <laughs> sales Avon. Um, just fantastic stuff. And listen, do you know what? This is a comedy which I didn't. No one could have thought that this was this was ever going to happen as well as it has. And it's just near daily entertainment at the moment. It's it's just remarkable, Cammy. Um, this season was always going to be huge. It was massive. We needed to win fifty five this season. Not to stop a 10, really. For us, we needed to win a league again. We needed 55, especially in Gerrard's third season. Um, I I expected this season to be really tight. It was going to be tense. You're going to be basically biting your fingernails off throughout. Uh, I was, I, you, if you listen back to pods at the start of the season, I pretty much said this league will be decided by the old firm games. That'll be what will decide this league because Rangers and Celtic will just knock off the rest of the teams easily. Um, we're now sitting in January, 20 points ahead, 23 goals, better off than them, with the two games in hand, let's not forget. And we couldn't be sitting prettier in terms of where we're at, and they are just imploding from every single angle. They're falling out with the government, they're falling out with the SFA, we're starting to see other clubs biting back at them, which you've never seen before. Um, statements from St Johnston this week and Hamilton, you're unhappy with things that they've said. It's it's been amazing. Um, Neil Lennon has obviously spent ten days in his house doing God knows what. Um, it's, it's, it's strange these footballers that are in this isolation because they're not like you and I, Cammy. They don't know what isolation is. They've not experienced this at all. They've been doing their thing all throughout <laughs> this, right? So this is their first time dealing with this and actually not being able to do anything. He has obviously been climbing the walls for ten days, apoplectic about. Andy Walker, about everything else. He's come out, stormed in at that press conference, stormed back out of it again. He stormed up to Livingston, stormed out of Livingston again, and he's just upsetting everybody. Um, he is a Celtic legend, right? There's no doubt about it. The Celtic fans adore this guy until now. He has literally ripped apart his legacy with that club. Um, all the stuff he won as a player, all the stuff he's done as a manager, the way they all took to him for reasons we know why, and he's ripping it all to pieces, and it's absolutely glorious. I, I'm just sitting back every day, refreshing Twitter, waiting for memes, waiting for gifts, and then they're actually providing stuff themselves that's funnier than the gifts and the memes. So it's it's been wonderful. I can't believe that we're 99.99% winning this league, Cami, and we're able to actually sit back and have a laugh and enjoy it. I just did not think we'd get to this stage and do it this way, and I'm enjoying every second of it. I was watching, I put the Celtic game on last night, um, when it went to two each, and my wife turned round to me and she said, "You're really unattractive when you gloat." And I just said, "Get your stare." I basically said to her, "You've seen nothing yet." She'd be as <laughs> well that... moving out for the next six months, I think. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Yeah, she might it's need to find amazing. a short-term lease somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's amazing, and I'm enjoying every second of it. And I don't feel bad for them, Cami, because we've been on the end of it for I don't know how long. They have enjoyed ripping the piss out of us Sevco this, Sevco that liquidation 5, 6 and 7 all the nonsense, all the bullshit and it's all coming back to roost and I won't feel sorry for them and I will enjoy every second of it And listen, you know, I understand Rangers fans who are like, look, nothing's settled yet there's no there's no trophy delivery you know, I, I get all of that I, I listen, I've been there, right you know, I, I've, I've stood next to friends at Tannadice when we were winning the league and we were 2-0 up and I've still been, you know, absolutely shaking what we can do with it. However, if I can start to feel positive about this, trust me, listeners, the rest of you can too. I think, you know, Colin, you've hit the nail on the head there. It just feels as if so much of this is 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 falling apart, is starting to kind of crumble. 
uh, we know that they've recruited badly. Although, having said that, um, we made an agreement that as podders, that if we won 55 this season, that we would all go and get a tattoo together, right? Yeah, by the way, I think that any, was my idea. Yeah, it probably was. You've got loads of terrible tattoos. Um, <laughs> but it, by the way, anyone who, who runs a tattoo shop, uh, parlour, you know, whatever you want to call it, and fancies giving us a group discount or wants to be the guys who tattoo the heart and hand podders, then please feel free to get in touch. Cami at heartandhand.co.uk. Uh, but we all said that we would go and get 55 tattooed on us. Um, and I really want David Edgar to get probably a, a, a little portrait of who we think has probably been our player of the season. Right now, I'm trying to look past Shane Duffy. Because I think Shane Duffy has done so much to be able to deliver his 55. He probably couldn't do it any more than just simply drive over to Ibrox and just leave the trophy at the front door. Um, but listen, they've bought terribly. They, they, they have no youth players been able to try and come through of any real kind of quantity and stuff as well. Uh, I, I just feel that it's, it's falling apart perfectly. And listen, Colin, do you know what? You're, you're 100% correct. We've had to suffer the business end of 10 years with this. Um, I've got zero problem being able to try and gloat as much as I possibly can. Uh, you know, I've got people who I, I'm friends with who are Celtic fans, and and you know, I, I genuinely think I'm going to very strongly test the restraints of our relationship with how bad I'm going to get this now. Some of them have stopped replying back to me. That's how bad it is now, and it's going to be like that until we kick off next season. That's it. Literally, it's going to be like that wall to wall. If your wife's not happy with it, then what we'll suggest to do is we'll put her out. I'll move in with you and <laughs> our two ways can live together. Maybe we'll just have a constant sash bash for the next six months. We'll just take a sabbatical yeah. and then we'll just, uh, you know, we'll just live it up as the song goes. Um, but listen, you know, it, it, this is about what we do. We are going to win this league on merit. It's not about Celtic not performing or, or you know, having a catastrophe, a disaster. What it's about is us simply applying that pressure onto them. And we have said um, in numerous pods before, we've said it at live shows, we've said that, you know, where anyone would listen. All we had to do was let them just come back to us a little bit. We could start to lay a glove on them. We've done that a number of times now already. And we just quietly go about our business. We just be systematic. We be mundane. We be pretty boring, but incredibly routine just to make sure that, that that's what happens. Um, and I think we're doing that. And I think that there's all we simply do is the old analogy. We take it one game at a time. We put results in the bank um, and we move ever closer to be able to do that. The problem I've got right now, more than anything else, is I don't know when to book time off work because <laughs> yeah, I was going on the assumption that Celtic would win these games. And, you know, at this point, it could be over by Valentine's Day. Yeah, I've been looking online at fireworks and I need to keep checking delivery time skills because I may not get here on time. Um, just really quickly on what you said there, Cammy, as well. It's I think it's a really important point to make that we aren't going to win this league because of their catastrophe or anything else. If you look at our points tally and what we're on track to achieve points-wise, if we keep going the way we're going, we would have won this league regardless. The fact that they've kind of um, combust just adds to it. We've won the two old firm games. Um, we are streets ahead of them. They, what they, what they, what's happened to them is a little bit of a sideshow, but it shouldn't take away. And I'd be really upset if people start to think of it that way, that from what these players have achieved and the performances we've put in so far this season, what I think we're going to continue to do. We've won this league. They've not lost it. And it's, although it's hilarious and everything that's gone at their side, we still can't take, I'll take away the work the guys have done because they have been almost flawless. The third week in January, as we're sitting here talking about, it's called unbeaten in the league. And that's phenomenal. And yeah. seven seven goals conceded so far. 
um, and a couple of them have come within the most recent games and stuff as well. We we understand that, um, but the, the team is it has just been phenomenal, and I think everybody at the club, uh, when we do win it, uh, have to take huge personal gratification and all of their contribution. I don't mean just mean from the playing staff coach. I mean everybody involved with the club um, because we've came on leaps and bounds in terms of where we're at just now as well. And it's a privilege for us to be able to try and sit here and talk about, oh, we good at performances, we're better, blah, blah, blah. But you're sitting 20 points clear in the league uh, <laughs> when they have two games in hand. So at the end of the day, um, you know, we're in a fantastic spot and we just need to continue on with that. Now, Colin, um, if you want to hear more of uh, our fantastic uh, podding abilities, you can come over to our um, Patreon site, which is patreon.com uh, forward slash heart and hand. Um, if you'd like to listen to this, you get uh, a daily update every day. Today was our 800th daily update on the Patreon site, which I think is a tremendous achievement and, and well done to everyone um, involved within doing the daily update schedules. It's not just David and I that do them. You guys come along, you, you know that yourselves. Uh, and thank you to all of our podding team for doing that and everyone for, for standing by us for that. As well as the daily updates, however, you can also get regular shows all about Rangers. Um, you'll get up to three or four shows a day, uh, sometimes as much as five. That's how much we can spoil you on there as well. And you can get that for only a couple of quid a month. Uh, it'd be great for you to be able to try and come over. However, not only do we provide phenomenal podding content, what else do we provide that's phenomenal, Colin? We provide some of the best merchandise out as well. Um, not we, not just that, although we do have a fair selection of that as well, but we've also got some of the real good stuff as well, don't we? We do, and um, we have, uh, for, correct me if I'm wrong here, Colin, I think this is our fourth collaboration with the famous, is Let that correct? Let me just turn around and look at my wee collection. Yes, I was going to say yeah. you'll have all you'll have all there. Uh, yeah. So um, in the last three that we've done, uh, we have produced uh, some absolutely beautiful scarves, which have been based on various different designs, all attributed to the club. However, um, and what I'm going to call a not tat hat. Do you like the way I've done that there? That's good. Not, yeah, I like it. A not tat hat. We have produced um, with uh, with the guys at the famous uh, a lovely um, a black and red motif hat, uh, which is based on the away strip, the black away strip that you'll remember had the tenants in the front of it when we won the fifty fourth uh, league title. Now, Colin, go and remind me where did we win that title? We won it at Rugby Park in Kilmarnock. Now, Colin, just remind me who was the player who was instrumental in that win? Nikita what is his name? Incorrect, my friend. Incorrect. <laughs> no, it, was, it was your boy. It was the end of the season and he was on fire, of course. Correct. By Carol Lafferty. Also, Ross Wilson, I know you listen to this podcast, why are we not buying them? However, enough of my Lafferty love. We're here to talk to you about those hats. But please jump over uh, to our website, heartandhand.co.uk, um, to be able to get them. You'll find them under shop and um, been able to, to get them. They are 35 quid, if I'm correct, Colin. Is that right? Yeah, the £35, that includes a delivery. Um, it's a pre-order because they're all handmade uh, by Graham and his team at The Famous. So it's a pre-order that's up on now until the end of January. And we'll look to have them out in your hands by the end of February. So it'll be plenty cold enough to need it. So yeah, definitely get there. There's a, we've got a limited run of 100 um, that we've guaranteed that we will make. We may do more than that at a later date or depending on how it goes. But at the minute, it's just 100. So they do tend to sell out. So don't wait too long. Yeah, and, and listen, on a serious note, it is, they, they will sell out. Everything we have made with them has sold out. And, the reason, and there's two reasons for that. First one is because um, 
and it's part of the prices that they are phenomenal quality. They are really, really good quality stuff that you will always get from the famous. If you've ever bought anything from them, I, I don't need to tell you that. Um, but also, again, like you say, as, as Colin says, they're all, it's all handmade stuff. It's not mass produced. It's not anything to do with that. And if you want to jump on to be able to um, check out any of that, um, please uh, jump on to the famousheadwear.co.uk, which is uh, the guy's website. Uh, they're on at the famous headwear on Facebook and on Twitter. It's at underscore the famous all one word. Just jump on there; you'll be able to find it anywhere. Um, go on and have a look at the great stuff that the guys have. And if you fancy a hat, uh, the website again is heartandhand.co.uk. That will do us uh, for extra for this week. Um, and David will be back with you on. Uh, Monday with the flagship, hopefully talking about a uh, uh, win over Ross County. Colin, as always, like to do with my guests on Extra, why don't you give me your score prediction? And if you feel Rangers will score some goals, who do you think will score them? OK, I certainly do think we'll score some goals. I think we'll score four goals. Um, I don't think they'll score any, so it'll be 4 nil. I think Tav will get back amongst the goals. It's been a while. I think he might score. And I think Marell also scored a couple as well. OK, I'll take that. Uh, I'll maybe say a more conservative 3-0, I think, that we'll go for as well. But yeah, I do fancy us to be able to try and rack up a couple of goals uh, and, and bring back in some of that hunger for it as well. As I said to you earlier on, folks, if you fancy listening to more of us and, and more of the great content we produce, Colin has some absolutely top shows that come out uh, for uh, well across the weekend, really. We've got RB Art comes out on Friday. And Colin, what's coming up on Sunday? Yeah, Sunday I've got Moments That Matter and Ian McClellan is joining me who has done some great pods in the past about uh, our stadium and various other bits and pieces he's on to talk about one of his favourite players of all time uh, Zinedine Zidane Oh, fantastic, fantastic um, and we will also on our Patreon site be able to provide you uh, with uh, match day coverage as our very own David Edgar um, is able to report live from Ibrox uh, as he's one of those lucky beggars who's able to get in to see the game and report back to us about all the things that uh, we might not know about as we are obviously uh, somewhat restricted to watching on the TV so please jump over and, uh, and join us of our community of over 5,000 bears. Big thank you to our executive producers in London, Mr Mike Lee and Mr Paul Myers and most importantly thank you to my guest ever wonderful Mr Colin McMillan so it was a pleasure talking to you Cammy. cheers mate thank you go and tell Mrs McMillan she's moving out I'll tell Mrs Bell and uh, we'll just make this happen let's get the party started sounds good okay pal thanks for listening folks and we'll be back with you on Monday bye bye Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.